Reading is just a habit you gotta form in all of life. Books don't change people's sentences. Reading good, solid, reform, Puritan literature, reading, especially the classics, that's had the biggest impact on my life. Well, g'day and welcome to another Reformers Bookcast. We are bookcasting again from our shop here in the inner west suburbs of Sydney and it's great to have you with us. Today, uh, we have with us a couple of guests uh, and they, we're going to be talking about book clubs. Uh, so let, let's introduce our guests to begin with. Uh, on my right here, we'll go this way, <laughs> I have uh, Samantha Barnforth. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and we'll we'll get into how we're all connected in a bit. And on my left, we have my lovely wife, Shamira. Hello. It's nice to have you with us. Thanks. <laughs> so, um, so I brought you both along here today because you're both uh, involved in and have been involved in book clubs for a while. Um, but before we go there, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves? what you do day to day. So maybe, maybe Sam. So I am married to Aaron and we have three kids. Uh, they're six, four and seven months is Nate here on my lap. Um, we go to Reesby Presbyterian Church and I'm a stay-at-home mum. Before I had kids, I was a high school teacher um, <laughs> and that keeps me pretty busy. Yep. <laughs> And Shamira? Uh, I'm Tom's wife. Um, uh, we have four kids, seven, six, four, and three months. Got to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I'm busy at home with uh, those four. Been doing a bit of school lately, but they're going back to school full-time next week. <laughs> very exciting. Okay, and we've got the a couple of kids here with us as well today. We won't introduce them, but if you hear any noises, that's what they are. And uh, so let's talk about book clubs. So what, what made uh, you both want to start doing book clubs? Jump in. Well, I love reading. That's one reason why I would have started a book club. But also I think um, it's good to encourage people who don't like reading to read. So it's a great way to get um, people who uh, struggle to read, read a few books a year. That was one big reason yeah, for me. Good. Excellent. Provides a bit of incentive to sort of plod slowly through a book. Yep. That's good. Yeah, it's also a great way to encourage fellowship outside of church. So rather than just seeing each other on Sundays, uh, you can meet however often your book club meets and it's in a more relaxed setting. Um, so it really um, works well to get to know each other on a more casual basis, kind of deeper discussion, yeah. as well as discussing the book, which kind of makes it a bit less awkward because you have something to talk about and yeah. anything extra is a bonus. Yeah, good. So instead of just getting together and talking about your week or yeah. manual things, you've got something to structure your discussion. Yeah, and something meaningful and hopefully something that's going to build you up in the faith not just sort of mindless chatter or <laughs> whatever it might be. Yeah. Excellent. So then tell me about um, how, how you've structured book clubs. I think we were talking before, you've both done book clubs in a bunch of different ways. Um, what are some ways that have, that have worked in terms of um, the timing and getting together um, to, to talk about books? Um, so we've, we've done it differently in different seasons of life, but um, 
it, for the women that I've done a book club with, it's usually been um, at night because that's most practical with kids and uh, people who are working and, you know, all different uh, stages of life. Um, and then we've moved it from either fortnightly or monthly, depending on how available everyone is and how busy we are. Um, so, yeah, that's how we've – and then um, then choosing a book, we usually do a vote. So I, I usually pick the books being the reader and married to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then I choose a few that I think would be good and then everyone has a vote so everyone gets a say in what we read. Yeah, I think I agree that evenings are the, probably the best time, whether you're single or married or have kids or work full time. Uh, usually an evening um, is the best idea. I think Friday nights mm. we've both usually done. Um, and yeah, to make, make it at a time, I mean, it depends who you're aiming for. If you're just aiming for, say, mums with young kids, you might want to do it at a different time. But um, to include everyone in your church or all the women or whatever, um, that's probably the best time slot. Yeah, good. And so it sounds like you're, you're typically going for a women's book club um, and then maybe the men can organise a book club. Is there a reason you'd sort of separate things out that way? Have, have uh, you ever had a mixed book club? Uh, I, I have done one. I don't know if it was a book club per se, but we studied a book. Um, How Shall We Then Live by oh, Francis yeah. Schaeffer. That was a mixed one, which was fine. I think... Yeah, it's a great book. Um, I think generally as women, we feel more comfortable discussing things with other women rather yeah. than with men and women. So um, to yield better discussion, I think that's kind of why um, you'd split it up. Also, men and women discuss different things, mm-hmm. read different books often. Um, I know my husband has done book clubs about a book by a Puritan, like, say, Thomas Watson or something. And I don't know, maybe not a lot of women (laughs) want to do that. Maybe some do. Um, They're great books. But um, I think the things we're interested in differ slightly. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, and I think for us, often the aim has been to work on really practical aspects of our life. So that's going to be all the women are going to have more in common than with a man. Yeah. Um, so you can really focus on, yeah, what it is to be a woman in the Bible or focus on a woman in history. Um, you can also do a man as well. Like that would be fine. But yeah, um, to be able to work on, I think one huge benefit is working on your holiness in your everyday life. And so doing that, you'll probably do it better with women who are in the same yeah boat as you. Yeah, okay. So what, what sort of books then have you done uh, in, in your book clubs and what would you, um, what would you do in the future? Like what's, what sort of topics and categories of books <coughs> are helpful? We just finished uh, a book called Atypical Woman by Abigail Dodds. Um, that was really good because it addresses um, all women in every stage of life um, and very biblical um, so we really that was really a good book for us to do at that time. So that one helped you think through what it means to be a woman mm-hmm. in light of the gospel. Yeah, yep. very good. Mm-hmm. We just did "You Who" by Rachel Jankovic, um, and similarly, uh, it's a great book. I, I am a big fan. So Shmira of Rachel, um, and it comes with a discussion pack or booklet you can buy. Um, 
I don't know if I bought it from Promise. Oh, I think I got it from Canon Press um, online. But yeah, they got a free PDF. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it gives you the discussion questions and it promoted, yeah, a great deal of discussion. Not everyone liked the book, um, which is fine. That's kind of the point of discussing it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not the Bible, so we're allowed to disagree with mm-hmm. points. There's, um, you know, depending on what the point is. But um, it was, it's very um, contemporary and relevant to especially women in today's society. So I really recommend that book. Yep, and I suppose the contention is probably what would make a discussion interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If we all just sat around agreeing with each oh, other, yeah, there I wouldn't be that, much I to say. I thought that book was great. Yeah, me too, me too. Yep, <laughs> the end after one week. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's great. Um, and so they're sort of topical books about um, applied theology, if you like. But you were, you were mentioning before too, there's others around biographies mm-hmm. that you found helpful. Yeah, I think biographies are great um, because you get to kind of get out of your own bubble, especially lately we're starting a biography now and we're kind of in a bubble of coronavirus at the moment. And so to get out of that and see the life of a woman in a different setting and um, how she dealt with struggles and trials is really good, I think. So we're really enjoying that at the moment. Yeah, Absolutely. Yes, I haven't done it as a book club, but I really like Radiant by Richard Hanula. And it- that is, um, I don't know how many stories are in it, but it's just various <laughs> various biographies. Um, here it is. Um, remarka- 50 remarkable women in church history. So uh, it's probably not as intimidating as a whole big book about one person. There's lots of little things, and it's just really encouraging. And like Shmira was saying, we're kind of going through a difficult time with the pandemic at the moment and it helps you look outside of your own life and look to these amazing Christians whose lives were a lot harder <laughs> than ours usually yep. and encourage one another with that. And did you both keep book clubs going through this um, coronavirus? Yes, on yep. Zoom. We yep. finished Yoohoo oh, cool. on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, and we're currently doing ours on um, Zoom which is, has its own difficulties. Um, it's not as natural in speaking. You have to like wait for each other and um, people miss out on talking maybe sometimes, but it's been good to keep it up and keep the reading going. So. That's great. So let's, <coughs> let's jump in a bit into practically how, um, what, what that evening might look like. Um, I presume you've read the book beforehand. So wh- what, do you, what do you do for that hour or so that you're... Yeah, well, yeah. might not have necessarily read the whole book. might just be one chapter yep. at a time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. So it just depends on the group you've got. You might have people that aren't that um, keen on reading or used to reading, and so you might take it really slow, one chapter, and meet fortnightly or monthly. Or if you have some good readers, you might um, meet six every six weeks and read the whole book. Yeah. If you've got mums with little kids, they're probably not going to have the time to do that. So it just depends on who's in your group. But yes, you would have read something <laughs> of the book before yeah. coming to the meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then what do, you, what do you talk about in that time? Um, so yeah, so depending on the book, again, um, a lot of books, like Sam was saying, you who had a discussion guide. So a lot of books do have great uh, questions for each chapter that you can go through and discuss. So that doesn't, the leader doesn't have as much work there which is 
kind of good. Um, if you're not confident in leading, then <coughs> choose a book with discussion mm. questions. A lot of them have them at the end of each chapter or you can buy them separately. And it really takes the pressure off the leader because uh, you can prepare the questions, but you don't need to think of the questions. Yeah. yeah. Actually, a large large number of books come with them now, yeah. even just a few yeah. questions at the end of each chapter. It's good. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, the book that uh, we're doing in our book club, it's called Evidence Not Seen. It doesn't have a discussion guide. So I'm kind of um, making up questions. But also, actually, the discussion has flowed much more freely in this book because it's a biography, I think. So um, biographies, you might not need as many questions. People just like talking about this person and um, all the de- little details of what was in what you read and um, still get be encouraged and come away feeling like you've learned from someone. So, yeah, that's been good as well. Yeah, uh, and then just practically on the night, you might it might probably be when the kids go to sleep or um, the husband can put the kids down, if you have kids, uh, and then you might, it will be after dinner usually, so you might have supper together. So I was saying to Shmira that it's a great way to encourage hospitality um, because it's kind of a bit more low pressure. There's a reason and a purpose to someone or people coming over to your house um, it's not a full meal. You can just put out some chocolate or cheese or whatever. Uh, you can even alternate houses or everyone bring a plate or whatever it might be. Um, but it's, it is nice going to someone's house. Mm-hmm. And it's you could meet in a church, but it's not, not quite as cosy. Not as personal. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. Great. Um, now, what, what, what are some things that you found difficult, some challenges? If someone was, was coming to start a book club for the first time or maybe they've, they've gotten halfway through a book and starting to, to stall a little bit, what, what things have you found help to keep it going? What things have you found maybe often pull it back and, and stop it from proceeding? Uh, yeah. It, well, initially, I find the most difficult thing to, is to choose the book. <laughs> like Shamira was saying, they take a vote. That's a good idea. Um, you can shift the blame <laughs> if the book's not that good. Um, I hey, think, you voted it in. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, even choosing a book maybe the leader's read before and knows is good is good, or is recommended by someone else. I probably wouldn't just pick a random book that no one's ever read. Um, uh, but it can be hard depending on how diverse your group is. You don't want to choose a book about motherhood if there's people that aren't mothers because yeah, yeah. that's not relevant to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and But then people that are mothers would love to do that book. So it's, it is tricky. Um, again, if you're a group of all women, you would choose a different book than if it was a mixed group or depending on your age or whatever. Um, if, if it was dragging, I guess you there's no rules saying you have to do every single chapter or every single question. I guess if you felt as a leader that it was dragging a bit, you could maybe skip, skip through or yeah. skip, yep. Or maybe come up with your own thought-provoking questions that you think are tailored more to your group. Um, and if if people don't like the book, then say, why? Why don't you like it? How could it have been better? Yeah, yeah I, like, I like that actually. I often um, tell people that you don't actually have to finish a book. Yeah, <laughs> I understand the level of commitment. I'm a bit like that. But, yeah, yeah if, if you don't like it. And you can all, I think you can always get at least one good thing out of a book, even if you haven't finished it. Yep. That's one more thing you learnt than you knew before. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you covered all the difficulties. Um, 
just keeping discussion going and uh, yeah, choosing a good book. That's yeah. What about if people struggle with reading? Yeah, yeah. So that's one, I guess. Um, keeping it at, at a, like less to read each week or. Um, maybe, maybe choose the book accordingly. So, like, the, yeah. I, like I brought some books that I, I thought men could do, and maybe you wouldn't choose reform systematic <laughs> theology. <laughs> maybe go yeah, for maybe a little book on the Christian life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and realize because we all love reading here at this table, but a lot of people don't. But I think you can grow to love reading. Everyone can grow to love reading. Absolutely. But you just need to practice. So you're having a, a goal, whether it's just one chapter. A fortnight, one chapter a month. That is achievable for everyone if you just devote a little bit of time to it. So what, what are some tips then for, uh, like I, I've certainly grown in my love for reading. I, I didn't read as much previously. What, what are some tips that you have for uh, increasing your ability and um, ease of reading? I think um, knowing that you don't have to finish a book helps and you don't have to remember everything you read so just just read I think I can't remember where I heard it but just consume just keep going and don't worry about what you've missed or what you've forgotten or just keep going because you'll always have something that you're learning and it'll be there in there somewhere um so yeah uh, that's one thing I'd recommend yeah and the more you read the more you'll love reading I think mm. that it's just automatic <laughs> just happens um choosing the right books is good so in a book club you're guided by what book you're choosing um, I think discussing it with others, others cements your enjoyment of it because mm -hmm. you're getting things out of it you might not have. And when I'm reading a book for a book club, I like to just underline or highlight things as I go along mm -hmm. and then it helps you during the book club to look back and it jumps out at you and you say, oh, yeah, that was a good point because no one's going to remember every single yeah, thing yeah. that they read. That's um, right. And actually I find that that's one of the – like I, I haven't done many book clubs, but that's one of the benefits I find of talking about books with people. Mm. Because you'll remember something about the book that I didn't remember, and we'll, it'll go, "Oh yeah, right, that is that is a good point. I remember mm. that," and it'll sort of connect the dots and solidify it in my mind. Yes, and people have different points of view. That they'll say something in the book that you never would have thought of, but it's a great point, and so you appreciate learning off each other. Mm. Yeah. Um, now it seems that like your women's book clubs are, are reasonably common. Um, I. So I was trying to think back. I ha I don't. I'm not currently in a book club. I think I tried one a couple of years ago that failed miserably. <laughs> and uh, but there was I did do one book club sort of thing um, many many years ago, and it was that's why I brought this reform systematic along because it looks it looks hefty. But we actually read through a systematic theology and got together on Saturday nights or something and and talked about it in in a previous church I was at, and that was really helpful. Um, but I was wondering, has Aaron done any book clubs and how, how did he manage to fit it in? I don't know why it seems more difficult for men or maybe we're just less committed. Yeah, it could be that. <laughs> or it doesn't, maybe the concept doesn't appeal as much or it's just the nature of men. Aaron, did, there was one at our church a while back now. Um, they met at like 5.30 in the morning oh. before work. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So maybe that doesn't appeal to many, but um, it worked for them because especially if you have kids, you're probably up near then anyway. Um, yep. But because I think we had some tradies that start work at uh, six yep, or something. Yep. And so anyway, it hasn't been running for a long time. So maybe that says something about the time slot. 
Um, and then maybe with men, most working sort of nine to five, maybe they're just yeah. tired by the end of, in the evening. Um, they don't really feel like going out again or I don't know. But it is beneficial, I think. Yeah. And yeah, there's so many books that men could learn from and grow in their friendships as well in a way that they wouldn't probably just chatting on Sunday. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I was just talking with a, a few guys at my church the other day and they were pointing out that um, there's not, there wasn't enough teaching for them around marriage and parenting and what, the, or what it means to be a man and things like that because it's not, it's not something you can sort of cover in sermons regularly um, because you're talking to a broader audience. But book, books are a great way to engage with that. And that's where I've learned most of my um, information around those topics. And so things like The Masculine Mandate um, is a nice little book, you know, bite-sized book that you can work your way through. Or books on marriage. and Well, it looks, it looks thick, but he's, he writes easily. Oh, <laughs> he writes well. Yeah, that's one of Aaron's favourite books. Yeah. yeah. It's great. So, great. Um, well, I hope, I hope people have found it encouraging. I to go and start a book club. We actually have a, a whole range of books that we've um, picked out that we think would be helpful for book clubs on our website. Uh, we'll put a link in the description, I think, to find that page. But thanks for joining us, um, Sam and Shamira. It's, it's been great to sit down and talk with you. <laughs> thanks for coming along.